Welcome to Crushing Kayfabe. My name is Jason Garish, and thank you for tuning in. Uh, it's been a little bit of a layover. Unfortunately, we've been off for about two weeks now. Um, primarily due to, uh, believe it or not, uh, car issues, which, uh, which really sucks. But, but I spent the majority of my free time working on, on our only vehicle. So, um, took a lot of time out of my schedule, unfortunately, which, uh, which was couldn't be devoted to uh the podcast but uh but we're back on the road uh after going through uh a lot of repairs um I ended up uh uh brand new Cali converter uh brand two o two sensors uh brand new coils uh brand new um i c m so we got an ignition control module new coil packs new O2 sensors, new catalytic converter, and uh, new battery because one of the cells in the battery is dead too. So, which thankfully uh, a certain uh, certain store hooked me up because it was still within warranty. Thankfully, it was still within two year warranty. So they were they replaced it for no fee, which was uh, which was awesome. But uh, but yeah, a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of drilling, a whole lot of cutting. I ended up having to take out an exhaust manifold. Cutting that and drilling that to, uh, to mate up with the new hardware because the, uh, the Cali converter that I got came with, um, came with, uh, bolts and, and nuts as opposed to, uh, studs and they didn't fit into the, uh, into the new, um, or I should say the existing, uh, exhaust manifold and the existing, um, uh wow a resonator pipe so uh those had to be drilled out you know which they had to be anyway because the studs and bolts that were in there were uh were either broken or uh or just stuck so i had to drill those out anyway using a stepper bit which was a a lot of uh a lot of late nights and uh a lot of uh cutting oil but we got through that and um Installed a brand new uh, Cali converter, brand new O2 sensors, uh, whole shebang. Um, it's still throwing a code, but the car is running absolutely beautifully. Uh, car went from not starting at all to now um, just running amazing, but it's still throwing a code for a cam shaft position sensor, which is weird because that particular vehicle does not have a uh, a cam shaft position sensor. So uh, a couple of different things. Um, can cause that ICM coils, uh, given a wrong voltage, which considering that I just replaced them and they're brand new, I doubt that, but crankshaft position sensor can also, also throw that same code, um, which I do have a new crankshaft position sensor. It's just ridiculously a pain in the butt to get to on a 2.2 Ecotech, which it's mounted directly underneath where the oil filter goes. Uh, and it's not a traditional oil filter. It's a, it's just a filter that goes into, um, into the, uh, the block itself, which, uh, so it's not your traditional oil filter where you can move that or take that off and get to it. It's, it's right below the housing for that, which is built into the engine itself. So yeah, um, you know, I don't want to turn this into uh car talk, but, uh, but that's what I've been up to the last two or three weeks. I actually even filed a ticket with the postal service because, um, my catalytic converter was in Rochester, New York for about a week and a half, which it was, uh, way beyond its, uh, estimated delivery time and, uh, 
and I had feared the worst that someone had uh, put it aside or stolen it. Um, because right now, catalytic converters being highly sought after, and they're being cut right out of cars. So, uh, so yeah, um, I wanted to do that as soon as it was late, and I did. And and when I filed the uh, ticket, they magically found my uh, package and got it to me. <laughs> so I don't know if someone, uh, I don't want to accuse anybody or speculate anything, but it kind of makes me wonder if someone had put it aside you know, and got in trouble for that because, because uh, like I say, catalytic converters are in high demand right now. Uh, I believe it's because of the platinum that's contained within them. But um, they're they're a lot of money. I mean, this one was very inexpensive, but it was uh, from a a dealer that uh, I mean, well, a vendor that that I think he custom makes them at home. So I don't I don't think it's a real big uh, big um, production thing, but. Uh, but the thing works beautifully, so I highly recommend it to anybody. Um, it fit perfectly, aside from having to cut, you know, the um, the holes out for the uh, the new mounting hardware. But aside from that, I mean, the uh, you know the um, once I modified that, all of the uh, gaskets lined up and everything lined up. The uh, you know there weren't any issues with it you know hitting anything or not fitting it they they did a good job bending the pipe to where it should have been so it actually went and fit through the engine compartment the way it should have and uh and did everything my only thing was i ended up like in addition to drilling out the holes for the uh the flanges on the uh the resonator and the exhaust manifold which like i said i had to actually remove the exhaust manifold from the car in order to do that um I ended up uh, cutting the resonator pipe too, where it goes joints up to the um, to the muffler, just because uh, I couldn't get the right angle underneath the car. You know, I don't have a lift or anything, so I couldn't get to the right angle underneath the car to uh, to cut the holes that I needed. So, uh, so yeah, ended up cutting that and then uh, rejoined everything with a two uh, two to two coupler and bolted that back on. So it's uh, but yeah, I think uh. Sounds better, runs better. Like I said, just getting that one weird code and uh, and uh, go figure, right? Go figure. Um, the car is running absolutely beautifully though, so I can't really complain all that much about it. Um, just if anybody knows anything about uh, 2.2 Ecotex, uh, Chevy or Pontiac uh, Ecotex, you know, uh, send me a DM or or comment below because uh, I'd like to know why that's uh, that's thrown that particular code. Um, unless just a weird compatibility issue with my uh, coils and, and ignition coil module and the ECM that's in there, um, which is possible too, because it is an aftermarket, um, uh, a coil pack and ICM, uh, which, uh, Pontiac and, uh, well, GM in general, because they, they use this platform on a lot of different cars, uh, it's kind of weird in the sense that they... Into, they don't have spark plug wires. Everything's integrated into that one piece, which runs into on top of the middle of the uh, valve cover. Um, you know, because this is an overhead cam, so it has kind of that, you know, kind of that hemi design where the spark plugs are directly in the middle of the uh, the valve covers in the valve in the head, I should say. So uh, they what they did was, which is kind of ingenious. I kind of like. Um, I like a lot of what they did with this engine. It's a pretty good design. Um, they uh, 
they integrated that onto this plastic piece, which integrates the coils and the uh, the cables all in there. And then you just replace the boots and put that into the um, into the spark plugs and you bolt that down on top of the head. Fortunately, the previous owner broke one of the bolts on it, which I'm going to have to um, I'm going to have to extract, which sucks. But uh, you know, aside from that, people, if you're putting uh, bolts onto things like like that aforementioned part or even some of the sensors and whatnot, you know, sometimes 15 to 30 pounds of pressure is adequate. Please don't put these things on like you're, you're a gorilla on steroids, please. You know, cause, cause the only thing that happens afterwards is you break the bolts afterwards, uh, which really makes it hard for whoever owns it after you or any mechanic that has to work on the thing because they end up having to, you know, heat the things and or extract them. And it, especially like spark plugs, things of that nature, because I've had spark plugs break off in, in used vehicles before because somebody thought it was a good idea to put them in with 100 pounds of pressure in there. But uh, just a little bit, you know, you just got to crush that, uh, that washer and just enough to seat it and seal it. And uh, I think, you know, most spark plugs are like, what, like 15 pounds of pressure, if that, you know, 15 to 30, I think. You know, uh, and unless you're, you know, bolting a transmission to, the, you know, bolting the bell housing to a to a, an engine, you don't have to apply extreme amounts of torque, you know. I mean, um, I, mean I think my head bolts, I, I think I've had to do some crazy things in the past, but... uh with a lot of uh a lot of pressure but other than that a lot of stuff man especially if there's a gasket involved you don't have to destroy these things you know and squish them on there but but like i said the the car is a I mean, it's an 04 pontiac grand am it's an old vehicle i paid next to nothing for it and the uh the car it's only got like a close to i think 160,000 on it, and the car is amazing i i really can't complain you know it's not a not a luxury vehicle, it's not a sport vehicle, but it gets great gas mileage and it gets me, you know, it's the first time I've had to do real major work to it and I don't even know if you, I mean, I guess I, you'd consider that major work, you know, it's not like I had to pull the heads off or anything, which I, I, I really uh, dread doing that because I've done a couple of head gaskets and they're always turned to a nightmare. Because you got broken bolts, you got you got level the heads, you got to do this, you got to do that, and a lot of times it's just easier just to throw in a new engine. But, but yeah, if anybody knows anything about that code on, and, you know, an old four Pontiac Grand Am with the 2.2 Ecotech, you know, please let me know. But uh, other than that, I, I absolutely love the car. It's, uh, it's great. I'd like to put a little bit better suspension. It's got kind of a, kind of a little rough ride right now. I don't think the, um, shock slash, uh, struts in the back, I think are starting to go a little bit. But other than that, man, what a great, uh, what a great little car can't really complain it's been really really great to us we've been lucky you know i'd love to um i mean i should say uh in the past uh the only thing i in addition to this i've had to do in the in the um couple of years that we've owned i had buy a new battery which around these this area is very common i mean we go through batteries like in, in a year's time span it's crazy you know, and uh, and the only thing other than that has been the clutch master cylinder, which was uh, a very inexpensive part and uh, not that hard to get to. So it was, uh, you know, one afternoon in the uh, in the driveway, 
But hey, we're going from uh, went from not starting to uh, to just purring like a kitten. So uh, so you know, thank God for that. And uh, and uh, if anybody's thinking about picking up a used one, they 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 are great little vehicles. Um, you know, the other non wrestling related stuff, you know. I gotta say, you know, uh, you know, rest in peace, uh, Taylor Hawkins. That one was a tough one, obviously. Um, you know, great drummer, great, uh, great singer. Um, a lot of people don't know that, but he has a heck of a voice too. If you ever seen them, uh, Foo Fighters in concert or you've heard his solo stuff, he's, he's a really talented guy, you know, not just a drummer. And, and he's one of the best out there, was one of the best out there, I should say. You know, but he's, uh, he'll be sadly missed. And, uh, you know, some of my, uh, my favorite Coheed and Cambria songs, uh, he was on. And I didn't even know that until I, uh, until after his passing, unfortunately, I looked at the, uh, looked at some of his old bits and I was like, oh, wow, he was on Coheed and Cambria, uh, Coheed and Cambria album. I was like, holy cow, that was, uh, and some of my, like I said, some of my favorite songs he's been on. It's like, wow, um, you know, as some people know him from touring with Alanis Morissette, you know, um, you know, which he was in her touring group when, uh, when he met Dave Grohl and, uh, decided to, uh, to be part of the Foo Fighters and replace the previous drummer there. Um, but yeah, really, really sad, um. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame member, you know, Foo Fighters member, obviously. Um, you know, unbeknownst to me, he was one of my favorite drummers. I didn't even know it. You know, it's sad because uh, you really didn't find that out until much later. And and like I said, guy had a set of pipes on him too. If you ever see him in a concert or heard some of his solo stuff, he he really could sing too, which was. Uh, you know, that's kind of a revelation, um, but the world will miss this greatly talented musician, and, um, and like I said, you know, to be, to do some of the coding camera stuff, which is really, uh, progressive, you have to be a good drummer, and then to be able to back up the Foo Fighters and not look like, uh, you know, not look like, not be, uh, compared to Dave Grohl constantly in his drumming, um, You've got to be a really good drummer, so and he was. He he was really talented, really good, and uh, I don't want to dwell too much on uh, the rumor and speculation that I've seen. Um, it looks like there were the toxicology report came back with um, some opioids, and uh, I don't want to run down the whole list, but uh, it looks like he it could have been. Um, could have been an overdose, even though um, no official cause of death has been given at this point. Um, but if that's the case, that really makes it that much more sad and horrific. But we'll really, uh, really miss him. Uh, he was a great, great, great musician. And um, like I said, just some of the... Uh, some of the achievements, in addition to the Foo Fighters, he was, uh, you know, he was, uh, like I said, with Alanis Morissette. He did a side project with uh, some of the members of, um, geez, was it Jane's Addiction? That 
and uh just uh yeah sass jordan geez um eagles of death metal a lot of i'm just looking down a list of achievements it's it's, it's incredible like i said cody cambria he was on uh which album was he on geez uh sorry i'm just uh i'm scrolling through some stuff and uh just checking out, yeah, he was on uh, Good Apollo on Burning Star 4, uh, Volume 2, No World for Tomorrow, so, uh, oh man, No World for Tomorrow, that's a great album, that is a really great album, said two of my favorite songs, that Running Free and Feathers are on that, and uh, the whole rock community and other genres are have been... Uh, I've been celebrating his life and paying tribute, and as well they should, because he's, uh, you know, the the rock world, um, rock world is uh, missing a a really talented, great uh, musician today. Everything I see of him, he was a huge fan of Roger Taylor with uh, with Queen. That's why he would always sing um, "Somebody I Love" and uh, with the Foo Fighters. Um, like I said, I, I've heard him sing in the past, and I, I really like this singing. I thought he had a great set of pipes, so uh, and that's coming from somebody that's classically trained. I enjoyed his singing a lot. So, um, so yeah, that's a sad day. A prayers go out to the Foo Fighters, the Foo Fighters family, um, the Taylors family, and, um, you know, just another, uh, if it was a situation where it was an overdose, that just... Uh, we lost another great one to uh to drugs unfortunately and he was only only a few months older than me he was 50 he was born 1972 so it kind of brings it even that much more home you know um but you know god bless guy um real uh real sad event um you know and obviously we still got the situation in ukraine going on so please if you can Donate to you to uh, the various organizations out there. Make sure they're legit that are um, contributing to whether it be transporting refugees or um, or getting supplies in there. Please do. I strongly encourage you to because they need all the help they can get. And uh, what Putin is doing is obviously uh, should be considered a war crime. Really ridiculous killing innocent children, women's children. Um, you know, obviously he didn't foresee this going the way that uh, that things have, but this is what happens when you're fighting people on their own territory who have a strong will to live and uh, are willing to use guerrilla tactics to, uh, to fight for their freedom. And uh, God bless you Ukrainian people and, uh, and God help them because uh, this has gone on a lot longer than I thought it would. You know, um, part of me, like I said earlier on earlier episode, so part of me uh, kind of wanted it to be over soon, just so that they would spare lives. But I don't want to see them lose their freedom either. So, part of me, selfishly too, wants uh, is kind of hoping one of those things goes stray over the border into Poland. Hopefully, hits an unpopulated area, then NATO steps in at that point. But until they do, you know. Um, Prayers are with the uh, Ukrainian people, and uh, and uh, God bless them, you know. All right, well, a lot has happened in the couple of weeks that I've been off here. 
man, uh, I, I don't even know where to start, you know. There's a lot going on. Still, still no Cody Rhodes. Um, still not showing up at, uh, on WWE television. You know, maybe will tonight as a, as I'm recording this, it's, uh, early afternoon on Monday. Maybe later on tonight in Raw, he'll make an appearance. Who knows? You know, but still no Cody. You know, even though last week during the, uh, during the AJ Styles and, um, Seth Rollins match, you could audibly hear the Chicago crowd chanting Cody for Cody. So, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's an interesting, you know, Jeff Hardy made his debut, saving his brother, you know, which was pretty cool. Like I said, the last couple of weeks, you know, a lot of things going on. Uh, there been some, there were some rumors of injury to Thunder Rosa, but, uh, you know, she had her match with, uh, the steel cage match with, uh, with Britt Baker and, uh, it was much better match than her last one, which her last one was horrible. Absolutely god awful and horrible. But, uh, but yeah, she, um, she put a good showing with Britt Baker and I'm happy to see her with the title. I don't think Britt Baker needs it at this point. I think she's popular enough where they built her up enough where she can carry herself without the title. So, uh, so if she can go on for a while without the title, and I think she'll be fine. I think, but Thunder Rosa is a super talented wrestler, and, and I'm kind of glad to see her take the mantle. You know, so uh, real big fan of hers. There's been some controversy controversy over the entrance that she used uh, to go into the cage match, which is completely bizarre and idiotic to me. Um, she came out to a mariachi band, which she chose. She set up the entrance. It wasn't like anyone forced that on her. you know. And I personally thought it was great. I thought it was an awesome entrance. It was beautiful to see her celebrate some of her heritage and really uh, explore that. I thought it was great. So all those oddball, weirdo detractors out there can, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say then. It's just bizarre to have somebody call it racist when she was the one who orchestrated the whole thing and did a great job of it. I thought it was a really, really fun entrance and really good and uh, kind of set the tone. And when she won it, she you could um you could see it really meant something to her. You know, she really um was affected emotionally, and Dustin Rhodes came out and all that, and so um. So kudos to her and congratulations. I'm really happy to see that. I mean, my my wife and I have been fans of hers ever since the NWA days, and um, I'm just happy to see her get her due. You know, um, yeah, I kind of liked um, you know, score. <laughs> I didn't like. I should. Well, I got mixed feelings. I shouldn't say either way. Uh, Scorpio Sky winning the championship, uh, TNT championship. I should say. I mean, I like Scorpio Sky a lot. I, I maybe they should should not have taken off a of Sammy as soon as they did, but uh, but hopefully it sets up a, a a long, you know, lengthy feud between him and Sammy. It had some kind of funny moments between uh, uh, Tay Conti and and uh, and whatnot with the uh, belt. I mean, I'm sure everybody's seen the uh, picture that they displayed on there with uh, you know, describing what um. What Sammy and her did with the belt, so <laughs> it was, but um, 
Yeah, Tay's kind of kind of getting a little bit better in the mic. She's still awkward. So and Sammy came off kind of awkward too. But uh, but you know he's a great in ring performer. So uh, so it should be a decent feud. Scorpio was really good on the mic. I think I've I've always liked him ever since his days with uh with um what was it, SEO or SEU I should say with uh Daniels and Kinsarian. I always thought he was really good and uh, he deserved the. Uh, solo run of his own which uh which is really cool jericho has started using the sports entertainer the term which uh i know AEW fans are gonna hate so that instantly turns them heel so now they've got the uh jericho appreciation society and uh i guess they've done away with the inner circle so i guess sammy's on his own right now it just looks like um just looks like jericho um Jake Hager and the uh, 2.0 crowd, so sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was, I was glad to see a bear match between uh, Thunder Rose and, and uh, Britt Baker. Kind of uh, my um, a lot of my stuff is kind of scrambled up, but it just because it's been a couple of weeks, so there's a lot of stuff to cover, and I know I'm not going to get to all of it, and I know there's going to be stuff I'm going to exclude, so. Uh, it was uh, kind of weird for me to see Sting and Jeff Hardy in the ring again together because the last time I watched them was on that fateful per- uh, pay-per-view where uh, where Sting had to kind of shoot on him and, and pin him because obviously it was obvious that uh, Jeff Hardy was in absolutely no condition to wrestle that night, which uh, somebody in TNA should have... Uh, Notice that the gorilla position stopped them, but it was kind of good to see them uh, and see them teamed up with uh, Darby Allen. Eventually, I'd like to see a feud between Hardy and Allen, even if it's uh, two baby faces. You know, I, that wouldn't bother me at all. Just see those two go at it. I think they'd come up with an absolutely brilliant match, a real creative one. So, uh, so I'd love to see that down the road. Um, because I kind of think of Darby Allen as AEW's Jeff Hardy. So, um, you know, kind of their straight edge Jeff Hardy, which is uh, which is really interesting. That's kind of the way I viewed him from the start, you know. Um, but, yeah, I can't really think of anything um, else AEW-related. You know, like I said, Cody is uh, still a no-show on WWE television, even though they're chanting his name. Um I uh, like I said, unless he appears tonight, which could very well happen, I still think he's probably gonna be Seth Rollins' um, opponent for WrestleMania. You know, um, I know. Uh, oh, other news: uh, Triple H has officially retired from in-ring competition because I know that one of the ideas that was thrown around on the internet was having Triple H uh, compete against Cody, and uh, you know, Triple H and Stephanie compete against. Uh, Cody and Brandy, um, that might have been interesting. I don't know. I mean, obviously, Cody's taken a lot of shots at Triple H in the past, so I can see them doing that, but uh, obviously he's officially retired now. And I kind of thought that that uh, Triple H's injuries and the procedure, the heart procedure, were more severe than they were letting on to, so it makes sense that he would uh, he would retire at this point. Um 
unless it's just a swerve, you know, but, uh, which could happen, uh, you know, but, uh, I thought that the Miz and, uh, Maurice, if they had a feud between him and, uh, Cody and Brandy made more sense anyway, because they both had, both had their, uh, their reality shows. They both kind of had comparable careers in certain ways, you know, um, so I thought that that made more sense, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what, uh, WWE creative has down the road, you know, um, I'm, I'm really kind of enjoying more the, uh, the Becky versus, uh, um, you know, the Becky versus, wow, I can't even think right now, I'm sorry, uh, the whole, uh, the whole feud that Becky's involved in, um, she cut a great promo on the last week's Raw, which, uh, which she went really dark and, and really showed a different side of her, uh, of her character, um, which I really, really liked. Um, she took it to a dark place and, uh, Bianca Belair is her opponent. Wow, I, I don't know why I couldn't think of that. I apologize. But, um, yeah, she, she cut a great promo last week and I was real happy. To, I was kind of, I kind of liked her promo better than the Edge promo. You know, I thought that she made it more real and more dark. You know, I'm still, I'm still not convinced of the whole, um, lead up with the AJ Styles versus Edge thing. Um, I mean, I want to see it because I like Edge and I love AJ Styles, so I want to see it for that reason alone. But they still haven't convinced me with the lead up. I, I don't think it's that been that good. You know, just seems like the whole thing feels random and forced, and I, I don't like that. Um, but uh, you know, it's not like the two have a big history between them. It's kind of like, okay, he he randomly came out to face Edge, and uh, Edge all of a sudden now wants the the pit bull. And it's, uh, it's kind of bizarre <laughs> to tell you the truth, but, but I am really looking forward to that match. I, I mean, I'm going to see if I can get, um, get Peacock, uh, just for, just for WrestleMania and see what we can, uh, so we can, uh, watch there. I mean, those are two things. I mean, aside from that, I mean, I hate to say this. I, I know that Kevin Owens and, and, um, Stone Cold will come up with something creatively very good because I have faith in both those guys but i'm not really feeling it um solely because i don't know what stone cold can do at this point in his uh in his life you know as far as physically what can he do you know is it going to be a situation where he just comes out and and stuns kevin owens and and now they're saying no that's not going to be the case but what else can he physically do you know um you don't want to see the guy get hurt out there, and you don't want to see him put on a garbage match either, you know. And uh, can Kevin's Kevin Owens carry him? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the guy's that talented; he's that good. But but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I think they're closing out. Aren't they? I could be wrong, but I think I've heard rumors that they're closing out night one with that. So uh, so it'll be interesting to see what he does you know because anytime some cold comes back it's entertaining but I, I don't know what they're gonna do um and it, it feels like it could possibly fall flat and i, I don't want to see that happen you know um 
But yeah, that's that's kind of my thoughts on wrestling right now and the state of affairs in wrestling. Um, can't really think of anything much else. You know, the only other real thing I've noticed news lately is, uh, you know, we've got the whole Oscar comp controversy with uh, Will Smith getting up and smacking Chris Rock. Um, that whole situation, I didn't watch the Oscars, and but that whole situation just is bizarre to me. I don't understand. I mean, Chris Rock is a comedian. He gets up there and he makes jokes. That's his job, and he was the host, you know. So why would you get up? I I, I understand defending your wife's honor and all that thing, but uh, but you the other avenues for that other than getting up on stage. I mean, it almost looks like. Will Smith was ready to have a, a breakdown, and there were reports of him crying and being consoled backstage. It's just, I wonder if, uh, if I mean, that whole marriage that he has is bizarre anyway. When you throw in the whole, um, the whole uh, Scientology aspect and them having an open marriage and everything, and it's really, um, <clears throat> It's really weird. I mean, I mean, when when Chris Rock made the comments, you could see Jada rolling her eyes, but initially Will Smith laughed at it. <clears throat> Excuse me, laughed at the comments. So, did he find it amusing? And then later on, he was putting on a show for his wife. I what what the heck is going on? I mean, if um if I wasn't a wrestling fan, I I mean I. I should say, because I'm a wrestling fan, looking at this, it looks work to me. So, and then, it, previous to the show being on, all I could hear in the news was um, how Oscar ratings are plummeting. Nobody watches the Oscars anymore. The show, there's controversy involving the show, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it makes me wonder if this whole thing wasn't organized and set up and i hate to be one of those conspiracy guys but like i said being a wrestling guy um it makes you wonder what's a work and what's a shoot you know and when you involve actors or wrestlers everything's a work i mean everything they portray the persona that they want you to see of them and and in addition to that the fact that even after he went on stage and assaulted another human being, they later awarded him an award, which he was present for. Any other situation, they would have escorted that individual out of the building and possibly even awarded the award to someone else. So the, the whole situation is just completely baffling and bizarre to me. And like I said, the... I can't understand the whole marriage between Jada and him, and and there have been rumors for so long that she's been cheating on him, and there's infidelity, and it's an open marriage. And then, like I said, when you you br bring in those beliefs with the Dynex slash uh, Scientology, that kind of brings in a whole other aspect. You know, you've got a whole whole hierarchy of of uh, just weird there, <laughs> of uh, bizarreness that uh, that I don't understand. And maybe somebody can explain that to me, please. Because is that something that's con encouraged within their beliefs is to uh, be polygamous and not be or not be monogamous? I should say, or 
because that's just a concept that doesn't appeal to me or or is incomprehensible to me so uh so uh yeah if anybody can send me a a a message concerning that i i'd love to hear someone's explanation because the whole event the whole thing just is really bizarre to me and it kind of kind of reeks of uh of a work you know um like i said it, it 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 makes me wonder if they're they're not just working it for ratings i don't know you know i don't know no but the but the whole thing is quite bizarre to me and uh on that note let's uh let's close the show out i'd like to send a shout out to uh then and now uh flea market in downtown trenton tennessee um go on down there and you can get my my cd my last cd and you can go down there and get some uh really cool items that are handmade from my wife and and there are a bunch of other vendors there that have some new and some used and some handmade items some handcrafted stuff which is which is really cool uh support some local vendors support some local uh artisans and uh head on down to then and now uh flea market downtown trenton uh in addition to that like give a shout out to uh lucky lady candles you know find them on facebook and on etsy you know and um there's never a bad time to buy candles you know so you know they're all handcrafted they're all uh you know made uh handmade and whatnot so uh so look for them and uh and uh send some of your business their way and uh like give a shout out to ourselves uh check us out on crushingkfabe.com crushing with a k crushingkfabe.com and uh from there, you can get a link to our various um, social media sites, I should say, and uh, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, etc., etc. Um, also, we have a Patreon page, so if you go to patreon.com and, and do a search for Crushing Kayfabe, you'll find us, and for just $1 a month, you can get all of our audio uh, ad-free, so you can get all of all of our audio uninterrupted ad free and uh you'll be supporting the uh the podcast and keeping the lights on so so there you go we'd greatly greatly appreciate that if you head on patreon.com and just give up a dollar a month i know um gas prices are outrageous and whatnot but uh but you know help us uh help us do our thing and uh and uh give us a buck <laughs> but uh Aside from that, that's all I got for this week. Uh, thank you for tuning in, you know, and God bless. Mm-hmm.